Well, good morning. Good morning. Praise be to God for the grace and peace that we live and breathe in today. Amen. Who do you say that I am? If we take a look at the text from the past a couple of weeks, as well as probably the last couple of months, uh, if we would notice that the question about who uh, the world thinks Jesus is uh, is a central theme in Matthew's Gospel. It's being asked all over the place. I shared last week and again this week in the kids' message that there's a sense of authenticity about what calls us and what offers us the grace of God. And one of the things we also recognize is that, that as we define who Christ is, the message of reconciliation in the world, the message of how God is disposed to us in Christ becomes a central piece to who we are as a congregation. So what have we been witnessing in the stories that we have seen so far? Well, I think about at least a couple of observations that we might have taken in the last couple of weeks. First of all, um, two weeks ago, I wasn't here, but I, I heard about it. I watched the, the, the message also on uh, YouTube. So you have the Jesus who comes walking on the water. Remember that story? Jesus is uh, walking on the water. He sends the disciples ahead to get in the boat. And at first the disciples, when they see Jesus, he's walking on the water, and they are bewildered by that. They are frightened, and they're terrified. And then they fear, what do they think, who do they think Jesus is? A ghost. Well, they're afraid of him. They think he's a ghost. They cry out in fear. And Jesus speaks to them, and then they realize it is him. And then after Peter discovers uh, that rocks can't actually walk on water, <laughs> But that faith can conquer all things. The disciples are not just still bewildered and frightened, but they also recognize who he is and begin to worship him. Truly, you are the Son of God. The questions about Jesus' identity are everywhere in Matthew's Gospel. And then again, last Sunday, Jesus goes to a district of Tyre and Sidon. We talked a little bit about that. Seems uh, innocent enough. But there, he is not, uh, he is somehow met by this Canaanite woman. And everyone knows a couple things about Jesus. <laughs> that he heals people, that he tends to feed people well, 4,000, 5,000. There's a number of feedings of, of, of crowds of people in Matthew's, Matthew's Gospel. But um, his true identity is still unknown to them. And they're still not quite sure who he is. Is he the Messiah? And if he is, is he just the Messiah of those who are of the Jewish persuasion? That's the question that's being asked last week. When the dust settles, it seems that at least one person grasps the possibility that Jesus is Messiah. And that person happens to be the Canaanite woman. And his ministry is not directed just towards the Israelites, but somehow it has seen in her to expand and include all people of every persuasion. Who do people say that I am? Like these. They come in cans and are processed. Uh, there are tons of salt added. And um, it might indicate a, a way of preserving, but it also might give them a particular flavor, right? That is subject to what we put on them or put in them. I think that Jesus comes in only one form, however, and that is the form of reaching out to the world. 
And he comes to save the world, the whole world. And this I am identity cannot be compromised. And that's what the text is all about. Even for Jesus, this authenticity is what drives and defines his identity. To the point where even when Jesus might have chosen to see other endings to his life, <coughs> some other identity to someone who cared less for the people and the world, instead he chooses to fulfill his Father's identity for him. Not my will, but yours be done, Father. So a couple of things we take away from today's text. Today's text, excuse me.
Preserving uh, uh, the, the, the Jewish nation was not one of Jesus' big things. And again, he invites the woman to participate. Yes, even the dogs do take crumbs from the table. And that is the Christ who we meet today. How Jesus calls us then to be open to all people, to speak openly about the God whose love embraces all people, includes all people, saves all people. Authentic living, therefore, defines who I am as a disciple of Christ. It motivates my actions and my thoughts, and oftentimes confronts my inauthentic, inauthentic self and calls it back to my core, to the one and only I am who loves, forgives, and saves me. To this then, I too am Peter. I too become a rock that only points to Christ because often I find myself holding out a hand, please, Jesus, grab a hold of my hand here, otherwise I sink. My true Peter self, my true Jeff self, my true Mary or Deborah or Tom or whatever self whom Jesus says, upon this rock I will build my church. You realize that upon this rock we also build this church. You are the hands of Christ. You are the eyes of Christ to see and identify people who are in trouble and in need. You are Peter's. All of us are Peter's. All of us trying to figure out who we are in the midst of knowing, first of all, and most importantly, who Christ is. You and I together, by the grace of God, are the rocks upon which God's church lives and breathes and has its being. Who are we? We are in Christ. And we are in this church. Blessed be the Christ who comes to us today and makes us know who we are. Blessings.